Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan, Boris, Morris. <laughs> oh, are you uh, like uh, this is my Halloween. the Russian guy from... <laughs> Is that why you're dressed as a Bullwinkle character? No, no, no. I'm not. Uh, I am not Boris Badenov, uh-huh. uh, uh, Bullwinkle's foe. Mm-hmm. Nor am I fearless leader, Boris Badenov's boss. Oh, uh, you're uh, this, Boris Yeltsin, you the know, president of the Russian Federation. <laughs> That's me, baby. Did I have some weird thing on my head? <laughs> no, that was Gorbachev. Pass the vodka. Hooray! Famous Russian guys. <laughs> uh, I. This is my Halloween nickname. Mm-hmm. As a tribute to Bobby Boris Pickett, author of the Monster Mash. Oh. So I'm Jordan Boris Morris. Oh, that's great. Yeah. That's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. We should mention this is our spork t- this is our <laughs> Halloween sporktacular. Yeah. A tribute <laughs> to, to multiple use right. uh, eating implements. And, you know, in general, KFC. It's <laughs> a wider tribute to KFC. How do you can I ask you a sincere question before yes. we introduce our guest? Uh-huh. If Is it I, about Bobby Boris Pickett? No. Okay. If I invited you out to K- Kentucky Fried Chicken, yes, right now. Uh-huh. You and me, yeah, heading out getting some no thighs. no girls allowed. <laughs> <laughs> what what would you say to that? Oh sure, yeah, absolutely. KFC's great. Yeah, I kind of like KFC too. Yeah, like like, you know, like like most fast food, I don't like it after you've eaten it. No, no, right? Yeah, immediately as the as the last bite is done, uh, you want to burn it to the ground. But and you know, less is more. Mm-hmm. Uh, eat spare, eat sparingly. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, KFC really delivers in 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 the right in the right context. That fucking soupy ass, liquidy coleslaw. Yeah. That dr- it's a drink. It is a mayonnaise drink. It's essentially a soft drink. It's sure. like a soft drink with mayonnaise and cabbage added. You could you could slurp it. Yeah. And it's great. I mean, you could have it as a dessert. Sure, yeah, you could. There's probably enough sugar in it for it to qualify it as, as a dessert. I love that shit. Yeah, that that uh, it's good. Are we starting a rivalry with Elliot Kalin of the Flophouse? Who's, uh, oh, who loves Popeyes. He's a passionate Popeyes devotee. Right. I mean, any excuse for a rivalry, I think that could only help us. Oh, God. Let's, let's rival this shit out of those fuckers. <laughs> Fucking Dan McCoy often sending me a nice note when he liked something that we said on Jordan Jensen. Yeah. <laughs> hey, motherfucker, I can be a sadder cat guy than you. <laughs> let's see who's the saddest cat guy. <laughs> Fun Flophouse humor. Listen to the Flophouse, everybody. Awesome. These are very fun jokes if you don't listen to the so show. So funny. You know what the problem is? Mm. If we try and have a rivalry with the Flophouse? They'll win. Yeah. Well, number one. <laughs> better. <laughs> funnier. <laughs> number one, more popular. Number two, mm-hmm. better and funnier. Yeah. Uh, number three, we need to add a handsome guy. Sure, yeah. I mean, look, we're not the worst looking guys in the world, but neither are the less handsome guys on the Flophouse. They're also perfectly good looking. Yeah. None of us are awful looking. Mm-hmm. It's just that Stuart's too handsome to be in podcasting. What if we added a worse-looking guy, oh. like Mickey Rourke? <laughs> or Boris Yeltsin. Or Boris Yeltsin. The late Boris Yeltsin. You know who don't look bad? Who's that? Uh, in his prime, yeah. Bobby Boris Pickett. Really? Our buddy uh, and uh, recurring guest Sarah Morgan 
sent me a YouTube video of Bobby <laughs> Boris Pickett doing his follow-up to the Monster Mash, The Monster Swim. Uh-huh. This is a summer-themed monster song, you know, to kind of, like, cover his... Yeah, Jesse's doing the swim right now, and yeah. he's doing a great job. Yeah, I'm doing the mash. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Looks like you're jerking off a couple dudes. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what inspired the sure. mash. Sure, the went in the graveyard. Yeah, one day Chubby Checker was... But yeah, I think Bobby Boris Pickett wanted to, you know, kind of increase his visibility, so he's like, okay, well, I got fall on lock. What can I do for the summertime? Mm-hmm. So he has the monster swim, but the monster's having a pool party. Mm-hmm. Uh Bobby Boris Pickett looking like a snack. God really? damn, he was handsome. Looked like a matinee idol, just like a some real a tasty blonde. Cakes. Yeah, just like blonde, fresh faced. Anyway, was it one of those yum, situations yum. where, like with Chubby Checker and the Twist, where the song was a hit, and Bobby Boris Pickett happened to be wandering past Dick Clark while they were playing it on American Bandstand? They grabbed him and said, "Lip sync to this, quick." Uh, no. Oh, oh, the monster swim? No, this was prepared. Like, a, a big octopus comes out. It was like, it was a production. Because I think that is what happened with the twist, if mm. I'm not mistaken. Sure. Chubby Checker is not the singer on the twist. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I think it was a hit. It was a recorded. It, like, they wanted to run it on American Bandstand. Mm. Chubby Checker was standing there. Huh. And they just put him on. They're like, you're a black guy. Well, that's the lesson. Stand near Dick Clark, I guess. <laughs> is he dead? Uh, yes. Yes. Oh. Well, stand near him in hell. <laughs> if you're listening to this from hell. You're suggesting that Dick Clark went to hell. Oh, man, that dude did some shit. That's what he did. <laughs> what kind of shit would you, would you guess? If you, if you envy. had your... Oh, envy. Yeah. <laughs> Certainly not sloth. Not sloth. Looked great up until his demise. Avarice? Which I only learned about now. I don't remember what avarice is, frankly. Yeah, hard to say. It's probably jacking off, right? <laughs> well, jacking <laughs> off two dudes while you're doing the match. <laughs> sure, you gotta. <laughs> Our guest on this week's program is a Halloween favorite around mm-hmm. here on Jordan Jesse Go. Uh, she's a stand-up comic here in the Los Angeles area, and she's credibly wearing black lipstick Right now, Virginia Jones. Hi, Virginia. Hi, guys. How are you? I'm so glad to get sporky with you. <laughs> uh, so I think Chubby Checker... Just uh, don't tell my wife, huh? <laughs> Chubby Checker, uh, the twist was not originally his. Um, he was kind of like a novelty like song guy and like kind of parody songs. And mm-hmm. his name is a pun on Fats Domino. Because oh, he was doing an impression. Oh, chubby checker. Mm. And so it was kind of an insult that he incorporated and like took on as his persona and destroyed part- partner dancing. Oh, wow. Take a twist. Take that. It was all about solo. Yeah. Masturbatory. Exactly. Dancing. One time a guy in college. Selfish. There was this guy in college who always wore a Yale sweatshirt. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of like, I was, I'm not going to, I'm not going to lie to the two of you or to America, I resented him for wearing a Yale sweatshirt because I'm like, come on, we all we all go to UC Santa Cruz. <laughs> sure. Like, I don't know who, what you're trying the to Yale prove. Yale of Northern California. Yeah. Well, the Yale of the Monterey Bay area. Sure. <laughs> Except for possibly CSU Monterey Bay. Yeah, yeah. You know, probably the Monterey Bay Aquarium. That was that the Yale. Number one. Was, yeah. Well, because those otters know how to use rocks to break open sure. the shells. Yeah. yeah, they do human stuff with their hands. They could go to Yale. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
That's basically the uh, that's the application to Yale now. Is you have to send a video of yourself doing human stuff with your hands. <laughs> anyway, one time this guy who always wore a, a Yale sweatshirt, yeah. sat down at uh, my lunch table in the cafeteria, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm nothing if not a gracious host. I'll talk to this gentleman. He's sitting there, you know. Yeah. Had you been quietly resenting him? Up until this point, or was this the first time you were seeing the Yale shirt? No, he wore it all the time. I had resented him thoroughly. Sure. North to south, east to west. Right. What are you doing in this Yale sweatshirt? We Mm -hmm. all go to UC Santa Cruz. Uh, The UC that sometimes surpasses a other UC, Mm -hmm. you know? So he sat down, and he wanted to talk about his interest in social dancing. Mm. Mm-hmm. Which is, which would be square dancing? I guess like some kind of friendly version of ballroom dancing, mm-hmm. like non-competitive ballroom dancing possibly. Social dancing means partner dancing. It encompasses things like ballroom dancing, but also square dancing. And also like there's different permutations like based on like – kind of dancing in the old way. Like, there's many, many different flavors, but social dancing generally means partner dancing. How, how do you know this? I, I'm excited. I have a dance background. I've done stuff. Yeah? You know, I'm the best tap dancer in this room. That's Ain't that the truth? Yeah. Although I have to Hold say... Hold on. Tap off, tap off, tap off, tap off. Which one of us is doing the tap off? Tap on, tap off. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, I'm probably the best Afro-Haitian dancer in this room. I think that that's probably true. Yeah. And Jordan, what type of dancer are you best? Oh, I was going to say I'm the gassiest. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a dance of the butt. <laughs> it's kind of a dance one does with one's butt. Yeah. I did the whole, I did the whole swing revival. I did the whole Lindy Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, jazz yeah. jazz dance mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Yeah. I, I, have, I have passing, passing ballroom. I can follow enough that people don't think I'm a total street idiot. Can you Charleston? Oh, for sure. I, <laughs> I'm sorry. Do you want... 30s Charleston or 40s Charleston? <laughs> oh, wow. I like your new character, uh, 80s Valley Girl Charleston snob. Um, 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 actually, um, 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 that was I, sort of like shit talking lady version of uh, Detroit Red era Malcolm X. Mm, sure. Is how I saw it. I like it. Uh, I, I mean, speaking of, I mean, yes, I think maybe the 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 like specific dance that I could do would be rooted in the late '90s swing revival, and every and it's it's because you can do it to ska, and why not? Sh- and why when why wouldn't you? <laughs> it is I. I forget that I had an interest in that until I'm a little drunk at a wedding, and then I'm like, <laughs> it all comes flying back. It is a it's a weird fugue state I go into where I no matter what's playing I hear the Brian Setzer Orchestra. <laughs> if I've had if I've had four free wedding drinks, every song is jump jive and whale. Have we ever talked about the time that I was listening to public radio in Los Angeles and a story came on and, and I was like, Why why is this story on? It was about a local swing club, mm-hmm. not a dance club. Like a swing, the Pasadena Ballroom Dance Society, like a dance organization mm-hmm. that hmm. may have been what it was. Sure, and my then, uh, stepdad plays trombone in that. Oh, yeah. So then, sometimes Bill Nye shows up. That's, that's what there. I was about to say. Oh, so sure, yeah. I'm yeah. like, why is this on the radio? What is interesting about mm-hmm. this? This was ten, ten plus years after the Swing Revival. 
maybe 15 years after the swing revival. And yeah, four fifths of the way through, Bill Nye sh- was quoted. There you yeah. go. Like they're just like Bill Nye, known as Bill Nye the Science Guy, is a habitué. That's the Lindy Groove at Masonic Lodge in Pasadena. Sure. Well, there you go. Uh, Virginia, something interesting that I like to hear from you um, around this time mm-hmm. is what, what, because it's so Halloween falls on a Wednesday this year. So LA is just fucking doing Halloween for a week, basically. Yeah. What is it like, you as an occasional Lyft driver, mm-hmm. what kinds of Halloween fucking bullshit have you had to deal with? Well, um, I, I, I did have some bullshitty bullshit on on Friday night. I um, was actually, uh, <clears throat> passenger mm. was going to the LA... Comic Con thing. Oh sure, yes. yes, I was at the LA Comic Con. Had a lovely time. And um, lady, I see her up the street, and um, I first perceive that she's wearing jeans with like a lot of intricate holes in them. Mm. And as she's coming towards me, I'm trying to parse out. I'm like, it doesn't really like. You're make thinking sense. maybe she's into like glam metal. Yeah, or like sure. yeah, these are just shredded up. And maybe you know, that she's cosplaying Axl Rose. What she's wearing as she gets closer to the car. Is a pair of panties and venom body paint. Oh. But the thing is, it's not real body paint. It's been done with like poster board acrylic. (laughs) Oh, dear. So it looks great, but it's shedding constantly. And also her, her writing partner was the biggest, can I say jabroni on this podcast? He was the biggest. I mean, if you want to get a suit by the Iron Sheik, you can. <laughs> he was the biggest, like, just East Coast dude. Like, he was like, babe, we're going to just, like, I mean, it's going to be, like, fam- like we're going to be Instagram famous, like, after this. Like, you look so great. You look so, so hot. So and she, was, she like, had she was, like, a guy with her who was, he was not in costume? No. Okay. He was just dressed as a, a, a dude. Okay. So she just had her boobs out? Just boobs out. Boobs out. Uh, covered in paint. So that's not, I guess, but... And then, of course, when she got there... This seems like, whether that counts or not, right? It seems like the most 12-year-old boy <laughs> argument we could have. Yeah. Is yeah. it... Well, Is it's, it probably, it's probably legal if... It's covered in paint. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is also happening in full daylight. And I'm not a prude. My main issue was when she got out of the car, you she, wish left... she was. You wish she was uh, painted as carnage. Yes. <laughs> Venom's friend. <laughs> My man, I know they're not was, friends. They're not you friends. were painted as black suit Spider-Man, sure. <laughs> and the timelines were c- clashing. Right? Yeah, it was very confusing. Yeah, uh, she left a fine dust, a micro dust of black acrylic in the back seat, and half a bottle of a Powerade flavor that's like looks like Windex. Oh, uh, so I was very yeah. aggravated. These sound like Powerade fans yeah. to me. Oh, These dude. sound like a couple of Powerade drinkers. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're going to dehydrate if you're... They if... get a Four loco if they can find it. <laughs> <laughs> if you're completely full of egg tempera. Sure. <laughs> all your pores. Uh, I, at a lovely time at, at the LA Comic Con this weekend... Uh, I, I was heard a, you had a cosplay adventure. I was a last-minute last fill-in for someone on a panel about comedy writing. Uh, a successful comedy writer dropped out, and they hmm. had to, uh, they had to uh, s- s- see what they could get. <laughs> they got on the phone tree, <laughs> and they're like, well... happy to do it, yeah. Hello, uh, is this Mike Schur? Yeah, it is. It's me, Mike Schur, you yeah. said. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. Noon on a Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> Talking like the uh, teenager from The Simpsons? Uh, 
I yes, and I have happy. If you've to, got paint on your boobs, it's not illegal. <laughs> <laughs> I am happy to be somewhere at noon on a Saturday, and so we were doing this panel. It's going great. We're having a, a real fun time chatting about comedy and the business of comedy, and you know, you're looking out over the it. You know, this is a conference room, so you know about harsh overhead lighting. You can see everybody. Anybody who's doodling, anybody who's texting, you you know, you can see it. So it's a little bit of a weird, a weird situation to be, you know, anybody who's texting at Z O M G Jordan Morris, LOL. Right. Yes. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Anyway, I mean, so many people texting Z O M G Jordan Morris, LOL. Uh, So and so I could also see the people who were coming in kind of sneaking in late. And so this line of people is coming in So just just picture this. So in comes Spider-Man, mm-hmm. followed by Wonder Woman, followed by Santa. <laughs> they are together. They're a wow. group. Wonder Woman and Spider-Man, that already doesn't make a little bit of sense. Beginning with DC Marvel, you know, what, and, so what happened? Maybe she was babysitting. I don't know. What sure. It. But Santa. <laughs> and also people are just cosplaying as Santa? <laughs> I, I immediately, the second that you said Spider-Man was coming in, mm-hmm. I pictured... Okay, so Spider Man came in, mm-hmm. then another Spider Man. Oh, sure. Then three more Spider Man. David Letterman segment. How many Spider Man? David Letterman said, "Do we have any more Spider Mans?" They yeah. said no, so we started sending in wizards. Yeah. <laughs> no, just the one Spider Man. Yeah. Uh, very tall, great shape. The Spider Man. Really, oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, and anyway. he was the classic Spidey. He was, he, you know, his suit. And there's a lot of different Spidey suits. Yeah. And I think interest in the multiple Spidey suits has been reawakened by the Spider-Man PS4 game, uh, where buying multiple suits is – it's a real treat. Uh, This, to me, I clocked this as the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man, which has its supporters. (laughs) This this man amongst them. If you are a Spider-Man cosplayer, these cosplays – the costumes are not – it's not like the kind that you buy at Target where it has built-in – Muscles. Muscles, sure. right? It's pronounced muscles. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so do you – if you are a really premium <clears throat> Spider-Man, mm-hmm. say, yes. anyone with a, with a full stretch suit, do you have to get your bod tight for the big cons? I mean, this guy clearly did. You, I mean, and this is – this is this is a regional question, right? And it's right. a great question, and thank you for asking it. <laughs> uh, if if you're in LA, yeah, you better be ripped, bro. Sure. You better be ketoing and bone marrow drinking and all that crap. If you are in Minneapolis, get your fat ass in a Spiderman suit and have fun. You know, yeah. it's, it's it's like like cosplayers in LA are like they could yeah they're they're two inches from models, and you do see like girls especially like. In you know early spring, go like I'm start. I have to start dieting down to my Comic Con weight. You know it is a concern. Right, I got to uh, get down to my Huntress weight. Exactly. <laughs> Can I ask you a question? Because if you were out driving during the con, I think the most distressing thing I've ever seen in Los Angeles was one year I was downtown during Anime Con. Mm-hmm. I think it's called Anime Con, mm-hmm. but it was an an Anime Con at the very least. Mm-hmm. And it was summer, and it was over 100 degrees, Mm -hmm. and these poor lost teenagers were wandering everywhere in downtown Los Angeles in these these Yu-Gi-Oh! Wild 
25, 40-pound outfits. You know, just like full. And just, they. I don't think I've ever seen anyone look more lost and sad. Like, I have seen people getting off boats from Haiti <laughs> who looked more comfortable. And together. And together yeah. and, and happy. Mm-hmm. than uh, these people wandering around downtown. Because downtown Los Angeles, especially the part around the Los Angeles Convention Center, mm-hmm. not particularly friendly to the pedestrian one way or another. So the you pedestrian... Yeah. The pedestrian who's wearing a 40-pound Ultraman costume mm-hmm. uh, is really in a rough spot. Sure, but nobody's going to mess with you because of your Keyblade. Yeah, <laughs> so if you're worried about, you know, Tufts... Man, I saw a dope kaiju exhibition today. Oh, yeah? Really? Yeah, my my daughter and I tried to go to the Museum of Contemporary Art in Little Tokyo, mm-hmm. and it was closed. There was no signs that said it was closed, just no doors to go in. Hmm. So we went to the Japanese American Museum next door. Oh, I've heard that downstairs kaiju is a lot of fun. Oh, it was so fun. So apparently there's this dude who is a uh, – he's like a third-generation Japanese American, mm-hmm. but uh, uh, when he was a kid, his – his aunt in Japan sent him some kaiju toys in the early 70s. He became obsessed with them and, like, has the world's biggest collection of vinyl kaiju and kaiju fighter hero figures in the world. And then he eventually— Check about an Ultraman or a Jet Jaguar. Yeah. Well, there was also a guy called, like— Lion something. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was my favorite no one of the heroes. No lion he has a lion sure. head. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so this guy, eventually, he was an illustrator. He was a commercial illustrator. And when commercial illustration went out of business, he started his own company inventing his own kaijus and heroes, including Max Man, who was mm-hmm. named after his son, mm. and uh, became a kaiju artist. Man. I Did you guys enjoy the uh, internment camp exhibit? Uh, that you have to go I, out through when you go to the Japanese There's a museum. variety of tones in this museum, I've been <laughs> yeah. told. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. When I went, it was the it was the Hello Kitty Sanrio exhibit. Amazing. But there's really no way to get out except for through the internment camp exhibit. Well, so my daughter... Da- we're going to a little sweet, a little sour. My mm-hmm. daughter it, watched the documentary about the guy. There's like a little screening room with, you know, just like in an art, gal- in a art mm-hmm. museum or whatever, a little screening room where you watch a five-minute or seven-minute documentary about the artist. And uh, it was a sweet little documentary, and she wanted to watch it. She watched it two and a half times, and then I had to make her leave because mm-hmm. I was like, I can't watch this anymore. But there was a solid mm-hmm. 60 seconds of internment camp material uh, in there that I think they just like in order to have it and look no disrespect intended a little in terms of that horrific national uh, outrage slash tragedy um, but I was like I could use more kaiju stuff in here <laughs> I like these kaijus sure yeah I'm with my seven year old I'm not sure whether I should break into this to explain the internment <laughs> of Japanese Americans during World War II I'm busy trying to explain who the lion head man is. <laughs> I was uh, I did Halloween art stuff today. Oh. I actually I stopped by the Mocha on Grand Street mm-hmm. because they have a Jackson Pollock that has a fly stuck in it. Whoa. Like it's the mo- like unintentionally? His, unintentional. You know, he's just slapping sure. house paint. You get a fly paint every now and then. Off, every once in a while a fly is trapped in like this is the most art historical fly. But the lady at the thing said it wasn't on exhibit. So I, I went to the Broad where I saw this piece, uh, Jordan Wolfson's female figure. 
She's a sexy, horrifying robot. <laughs> what about her is sexy? What about her is horrifying? She's she's <laughs> she's dressed as a stripper, and she's got big white stripper boots, and she's wearing a very sexy outfit, and her her silicone butt is out. Mm-hmm. And then she's wearing a, a goblin mask, and she has filed down teeth. She's a real, like, butterface. Um, <laughs> a real goblin face. <laughs> she's a real goblin face. And the whole thing is, you walk into this room... And for seven minutes, you're in there with her, and she's dancing and talking, but she also has rec- face recognition software, so she's she's finding your eyes in the mirror and oh, holding boy. your gaze. Sure. Uh, it was great. And and uh, the funniest song that she danced to was uh, Graceland by Paul Simon. I'm like, well, that's, wow. this is non-traditional. But that, yeah, Did like, you feel compelled to tip? <laughs> That's some Portland shit right yeah. there. That is some Portland shit. Um, no, she was great, and it was it was one of those things where I saw a video of her a couple years ago without context, and I was so relieved to find out it was a piece of art. I'm like, the Japanese are not making horrifying sex robots yet, right? We got a couple years. No, just standard lead ones. time on that, and just mm-hmm. regular, just regular, not pointed demon teeth. Uh, but yeah, it's it's free at the Brody. And they you... know how to groove to Lady Smith Black Mombazo. <laughs> well, yeah. once that bass solo hit, oh, of course. God. You can't stop me from grooving to that, no. guys. Oh, whether you're a whether you're a monster, whether you're a human <laughs> robot. Yeah. I saw a dope kaiju named Melted Wax Man. Ooh. Sounds like, it sounds like you good... had a kaiju rific day, man. It was well, I got I gotta tell you, if you're gonna take your seven year old to a museum that's closed <laughs> and then you just are are desperately Randomly. trying to figure out what to do to prevent a total emotional meltdown. Uh, and you walk into the museum next door, the internment camp museum, mm-hmm. and you pay your $18. And then you notice that there's an exhibition of kaiju toys. Yeah. That is like the greatest outcome you could possibly Two imagine. Big thumbs up. Do you think this will cause Grace to want to watch all the Godzilla movies? You know, she asked me about Godzilla. She said that was her favorite one. Mm-hmm. And I said, I said to myself, news, I, I said to her, that's, a, that's, that's Godzilla. I knew this one. Sure. That's Godzilla. He's a very famous you said to the, You said to the docent, uh, daddy's got <laughs> oh, this one. This. <laughs> oh, yeah. By the way, the docent was Elliot Kalin from the Flophouse. Oh, sure, yeah. <laughs> well, that sounds like a delightful time. It was a great time. And let's, let's talk. Let's, let's have more seasonal talk when we okay. come back yeah. in just a sure. second. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. It's Jordan Jessica. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris Boyd. Oh, sorry, Jordan Boris Morris. I forgot it was Halloween. I'm Virginia Jones, semi professional goth. Jordan Jesse Go, of course, every single week. And all you Jordan Jesse Go listeners know this because you're already on board this train, baby. Every single week brought to you by all the Max Fund members who go to MaximumFun.org slash donate to support the show with a few bucks every month. God bless each and every one of you. A fine fat goose for you all. <laughs> no, don't promise them that. <laughs> no, that'll you know how much it costs to ship a fine fat goose? Jordan. You've ruined us. Jordan. You've ruined us. We're gonna be Jordan. mailing gooses. It's not fraud. I'm wearing body paint. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> Uh, we Are you also... sure you don't just have a symbiote? <laughs> yeah, well, I did go into space in a giant space battle just before I started reading comic books. Well, <laughs> like anyway. 1987 or 1988 or so. Sure. 
said of 1989 or so when I started <laughs> when I was like eight or nine when I started reading comic books. Yeah, well, I'm, good. I'm glad we took time to parse that. Uh, we're also brought to you this week by our friends at Away, makers of first-class luggage at a coach price. Jordan, you're the you're the owner of a fine Away bag. Oh yeah, I love it. It is a great bag for like a long weekend. Uh, it's it's uh, it's fun to pack. Uh, it's got a charger in it, so if you need to like charge your cell phone or your tablet. Uh, anything that's powered by a USB cord, uh, a single charge of the Away carry-on will charge your iPhone five times. I, it has a, a built-in compression system to squish your socks and underpants yeah. until they're as, as tiny as is physically possible. You know what they say about Away bags? Squish them undies! <laughs> I don't know if they want us to say that, but we are. I, it says here in my notes, actually, that the slogan is... Uh, the the bag with the uh, USB power uh, away, juice it up. Oh, juice it up. Okay, yeah. I thought it was squish the money. It says juice it up. There's also a lifetime warranty, so I'm sure yours hasn't broken. No. But if it did, you could just uh, get a fixed or get a new one. They replace uh, it for life. Hello, is this away? Uh, yeah, my, my wheel chipped. Uh, great. Here, I have some uh, new wheels. Yeah. That's what they would say. Uh, hey, no I, I'm, I'm willing to wager, mm-hmm. if you're listening to this, maybe what do you maybe got, you got some. Maybe you got some. <laughs> I got three bucks, says. Win, place, or show. If you're listening to this, three bucks on red, uh-huh. saying that maybe you got a little holiday travel coming up. Mm-hmm. Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Boxing Day. Mm-hmm. No others. Mm-hmm. My uh, mom's birthday. How about that? Sure, yeah. Judy's birthday. Yeah. Listen, if you're going somewhere for Judy's birthday this year, <laughs> uh, get yourself an away bag. It, again, I, I I have never owned a nicer bag, perfect for a long weekend, uh, for one of those short trips. Uh, you can do no better than the away bag, in my opinion. Jordan, you can get $20 off this away suitcase at awaytravel.com slash JJGo and use the code JJGo at checkout. Awaytravel.com slash JJGo and use the the code JJGO. We're also brought to you this week by our friends at Green Chef, a USDA certified organic company that includes everything you need to easily cook delicious meals you can feel good about. Jesse? Yeah. We're going to get into it okay. in the next segment. Yeah. But I've had a week, my friend. We've yeah. had a rough week. A week, huh? But you know what was good about this week? What was good about the week? Well, I mean, A, finishing it out here with the two of you. Oh, thank oh. you, Jordan. Two of my most cherished friends. Thanks, Jordan. But also, I just happen to have a box, a lovely box. Who would you say you cherish more? Oh, <laughs> I mean, I cherish you both differently. Can okay. we arm wrestle for it? Yes, yeah. <laughs> I, yes, I cherish the winner of this tap off, tap off, tap. Uh, uh, but I was lucky enough in the middle of kind of a rough week to have a box of Green Chef food, and it really, really helped. What they do is they deliver these wonderful prepackaged recipes to your house, each ingredient thoughtfully sourced, and the journey tracked from planting to plating. Uh, they got a bunch of meals, paleo, vegan, vegetarian, keto, gluten-free, omnivore, and carnivore. Uh, it was just so nice in the middle of kind of a hectic week where I had, I, you know, hard to get to the store. You know, didn't want to just blow a bunch of money on takeout to have to have these prepackaged meals ready to go. Uh, I had some lovely meatloaf and gravy, great comfort food. Mm. Uh, I just I, I had a nice African spiced pork chop before mm. I came over oh, here. That sounds good. Yeah, if you uh, if you're thinking I had a little extra spice today, it's because of my African spiced pork chop that oh. I just ate. Uh, yeah, ele- I was thinking you're a little porky. No, yeah, I did watch Porkies <laughs> okay, while I was it. watching it. Does not hold up. <laughs> nope. 
Hey, uh, if uh, you want to get 50 bucks off your first box of Green Chef, you go to greenchef.us slash jjgo. 50 bucks off. Greenchef.us slash jjgo. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Halloween sweetheart. <laughs> Whoa. I'm not. Sporky. Everyone Ooh, sees sporky. right through my bullshit. I'm a Thanksgiving celebrity, if ever there was one. <laughs> uh, Jordan Boris Morris. Virginia Jones, fancy dancer. I'm a Christmas celebrity. Are you? I was on the History Channel show. Oh, I thought you were <laughs> Mr. Heatmiser. Uh, no, I'm Santa, you know, from LA Comic Con. Oh, sure, yeah. That, 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 Jordan, that famous geek icon, Santa. <laughs> Look, geeking out over Santa. I'm really into Santa. Uh, I, I've been into him a long time, like since I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking oh, sick. You Santa nerds I'm so fucking sick of fake Santa fans. Thank you. Oh, my you. God. <laughs> Santa can't come yeah. lately. You're like, yeah, just because when the, when the fucking Santa Claus comes out. Right. You're you're saying you're so into Santa. Where I've were you seen before? all the Tim Allen movies. Yeah, I did an audition this week, you guys, as a uh, uh, Santa for the millennial generation. Oh, oh. what's and this Santa like? It's me. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Uh, and they were like, they're like, uh, let's do a scene where you're like hitting on a guy at the bar, and like I was like, I was like. I have so many kinds of cookies at my house. <laughs> Do you like uh, French cookies? I have French cookies. I can't eat them by myself. Wow. Yeah. So I didn't book Santa. it. I don't know why. I'm sorry to hear that. I always do like <laughs> something fun about being friends with Virginia on Facebook. Uh, fun slash also occasionally horrifying is seeing the audition notices that you get. Uh, there's yeah. some there's some doozies. You know, uh, I have a I have a themed collection. Of audition notices, I like to focus on the following. They're asking you to be naked or a prostitute, and it's for no money. Like, <laughs> that's, sure. And, and it's great because, like, there's, some of them are super specific. Like, you need to be a size 2, long hair, wearing your own lingerie. We're not going to pay you. We're shooting on the streets of North Hollywood. Like, it's amazing. Yeah. Um, and, you know, sometimes I'll, I'll see but one. But I hear that's how Sally Field was discovered. <laughs> yeah, Virginia bad news. I booked that part. Yeah. You son of a bitch. Yeah, and I haven't been a size two since college. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, some of them are pretty amazing. I'm a four. <laughs> I always am. It's I'm surprised how many of them will specify <laughs> bush length. <laughs> some of them have to do yeah. the, where bush length is mm-hmm. is an issue. Got to ask for what you want, I guess. Yeah, maybe that's the lesson here. Saw- you know what bush length I, I always specify in my audition notices? Hmm. Four more years. <laughs> Four more years. Sure. That's good. <laughs> no, I, I yeah, I did like one that was like, um, this is for a, a very well-known musical artist. Just send us a picture of your bush. It's artistic because we say it is. And mm. because it's Bonnie Raitt. <laughs> sure, yeah. You want to work with Bonnie? <laughs> you gotta. You gotta have a full bush to work with Bonnie. <laughs> I'm Bonnie's manager. That's right. Yeah. So no, I, I do have uh, on my on my actors access account. I have I have both you know headshots. I have full bush, shaved bush. I just I don't want them. And to then have one to where guess. your bush is dressed like a doctor. <laughs> 
<laughs> and a little lab coat. Yeah. <laughs> Those four panel bush shots. <laughs> I don't want them to have to guess. Yeah. Your Business bush. <laughs> um, yes. I think the best thing about being your Facebook friend mm-hmm. is cat updates. Cat updates. Yeah. I like to let people know what the cat's been up to. Because mm-hmm. I don't always think to ask. That's true. But well, Jordan, I saw on yes. Facebook that you had a harrowing week. I did have kind of a harrowing week. I alluded to it in our ad segment. I want okay. I want to tell the story of my harrowing week. Um, but I want to. It's so it's a story about my apartment being robbed. Mm-hmm. <gasps> I just want to speak to our listeners real quick. I know you are some sweet motherfuckers. You're some <laughs> sweet, loving, oh, kind, sweet sons of you bitches. Sweet. You're Jesus. some kind, selfless motherfuckers. Oh, you cane juice. Please. Fuck faces. No, no, no. Wow. This is taking a turn. Yeah. You, you little molasses you, baby yeah. pusses. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, you got a you got audition notice for molasses baby puss, right? <laughs> um, I please resist the urge to start a GoFundMe for me. Yeah. Don't feel like you have to mail me any stuff. I have renter's insurance. Okay. So Congra- good work, by the way. Good thank job. you. Thank my, you. My mother was fine, robbed. Through the fine folks at AAA. My mother was robbed. She did not have renter's mm, insurance. Sure. I was stunned. Yeah. And it was a big problem for our family. Oh, boy. Um, this re- was years ago. Don't worry about me or my mom. Sure. Um, do not... It's Judy's birthday coming up, yeah. <laughs> as we all know. Um, so yeah, so I came home in the in on a weekday around four thirty ish, and my, and I noticed I noticed the door was akimbo, like the like the knob. A it's jar. not a jar. Okay, okay. I'm sorry. It was doesn't closed. akimbo mean fists on hips? Yeah, like your yes. your elbows out like this. His uh, door was out like this. this. Yes, my door was in a saucy male model pose. <laughs> it was really strutting its stuff, huh? It, it was like the the knob was wonky. I imagine uh, it wearing like Roy Rogers Western wear. But it, sure. it wasn't open. It was not open. But, it was closed. But it had been it had, it had been, been jacked. Something with. was something was jacked. Right. There was oh. a jacked quality to okay. the door. Got it. So I go in and just. Some a lot, a lot of shit on the ground, and I don't keep my shit on the different ground. Different shit than you left. My, different house. shit that I like. I left a certain kind of shit on the ground, and then like just some stuff on the ground. You've got a clean, comfortable apartment. So I'm like, hey, was the did the cat go a little crazy? What's happening? And there were a lot of robbers in there. And there, yes, exactly. And then I looked back at my door, and like a chunk of wall was gone. Oh, oh shit! So it it was like oh. So I immediately thought about the cat. Right. I'm like, I God, I just want the cat to still be here. Looked in my room. She's on my bed like a little fucking angel. <laughs> I grabbed her. I put her in her carrier, and I ran her out and put her in the car because that's the thing in case we need to escape. Because yeah. <laughs> you no, thought it might be an earthquake. Please to continue. California. As just someone like in who, the wizard. As someone who's walked into a robbed mm-hmm. home on yeah. more than one occasion – there's no wrong answer there. Yeah. Right? Everyone yeah. will do Feel something. Weird. You you will do something crazy. Sure. Who knows what it is? It's fucking terrifying. I'm like, oh, my God. I know how to swing dance. <laughs> so, wait. There was, a, there was a hole in the wall. So there was, like, gouge out there was the like a big chunk. You could see the wall boards. Ooh, so, there's wow. just a, just so like I guess a piece of plaster. So, it off. looks like someone had kicked in the door but then closed it. To cover their tracks. Oh, very clever. So I started looking around, and I just you noticed... almost probably missed that your home had been robbed. Yeah, I was probably really close. It was mm-hmm. probably it, it. Yeah. So I think so. What happened was, and I I've, I've pieced this together. Here's my okay. theory. 
uh, based on talking to some of the neighbors. That though, so one of there's an a, there's an empty uh, unit in our apartment building, uh, so it is like getting kind of loudly cleaned. And I guess some fellas were coming around, knocking on the doors and saying, "Hey, just so you know, we're cleaning upstairs, so it's going to be a little loud." So I think they were at once testing for empty apartments and giving an excuse for the sound of a door being kicked in. Uh, yeah, so it was wow. so I, you know, they were they were yeah, because you guys live in close quarters. That was my. Fr- I'm like, you have a, a million neighbors. Yeah, yeah, I do have. It's a, it's you know, it's a, it's a smaller building. It's like ten people. I'm on the ground floor. Mm-hmm. I guess it happened to one other apartment, mm-hmm. and yeah, it was it was interesting what they took. So so they took my laptop. That was maybe the biggest bummer. Um, uh, you know, it kind of stinks. I maybe lost a little bit of writing that I was working on. Uh, not the end of the world. Um. But then they took some very sp- – like like it was interesting what they took and what they didn't. So I – this is going to come off like a brag. I'm a man who up until very recently had two video game consoles. Mm. I had a PlayStation 4 and I had a, I have a Wii U that is that a failed That's Nintendo system that I bought drunk two years ago. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, took everything related to the PlayStation – we use fine. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. they, they, they actually interesting. left you an Atari so, Lynx. Yeah, right. They replaced my PlayStation with a Panasonic oh. 3DO. Uh, if you look under your pillow, you might find a Game Boy. Oh, ooh. <laughs> Advanced or regular. <laughs> Bugs Bunny Crazy Castle, here I come. God, I want to play <laughs> Bugs Bunny Crazy. Yeah, sure. Did they um, take your Alexa? Is she okay? They did take Alexa. <sighs> yeah. That's what I was concerned Alexa? Come home. <laughs> if you can, Alexa, if you're there in the sound. Just of know that I love go. you. Oh my gosh! What they if she hears? Alexa. What if she hears this? Oh, just, just send me a sign, letting me know you're okay. You have a near romantic relationship with that Alexa too. Near, I know. <laughs> you and that Alexa. Sure, yeah. Alexa, comfort me. <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> Alexa, tell me you're proud. <laughs> tell me I've made the correct choices. Uh yeah, so they took my Alexa. They took my little Bluetooth speaker that I use to listen to podcasts while I'm doing the dishes. Yeah. Um yeah, and they took a. Now you're gonna be wearing headphones in the house like a real weirdo. They took a half drunk bottle of tequila, but not a closed bottle of mezcal. So apparently they mm. don't have sophisticated. Products. Right. They don't like the smoky. Flavor. They don't like the smoky flavor. Maybe they don't have any thumbs. They can't open the bottle. Oh, it could be. They could be, could be iguana men <laughs> scrabbling at it. Look, there's a lot of jobs you can't do if you don't have thumbs. That's and true. You know and that what? drives you to crime. That is a good observation, Virginia, because that eliminates raccoons. That's true. That's and true. people who couldn't get into Yale because their hands couldn't do human things. <laughs> uh, and they took, a, they took a vape pen, but there was a, a pre-rolled pack of joints just hurled on the floor as if to wow. say, not good enough. Not wow. my strain. Maybe they thought they were American spirits, though. They could, yes. Ooh, these were hipster iguana men. <laughs> these are early 2000s hipster iguana men <laughs> who love PBR. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's a very weird, it's a very weird feeling. It was just, it, it, I'm like, do I move? I guess I don't move. I guess the apartment is safer in a weird way mm-hmm. um, because they have already broken in and found out that I don't have any shit. So, Did you feel like crying and throwing up? No, not really. Just 
moving. Just right. move. Yeah. Like that's my. Right. I had an impulse. I'm like I should just you pack feel it up invaded. Now. Your personality. Your 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 personal space has been invaded. Yeah. Anyway. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Thank you. No. It's but it's yeah. But um. You know. I've all, I'm I'm being really present now. Yeah. Like in the that moment. I don't have. I mean. Mm-hmm. I'm only. Yeah. I mean. Now that I'm reduced to only having a Wii U, I can just think about. But here's the, I had it's opening just, your creative mind. I had just beat Spider-Man, so I think if this would be, uh, wow. I would feel very, very differently wow. if they. If it was a week ago. If it was a week ago. Talk yeah. about ants in your pants. I know, right? Anyway, so Spiders in this yeah, case. have you? Spiders what's in your the doors. what's the what's the most what's the most crime crime robbing that's ever happened to you guys? Virginia, the most. Have you ever been crime robbed? Have you ever been crime robbed? <sighs> Yeah, I mean, I've had cars stolen. Yeah, that and, stinks. And the, what's terrible is that every time a car has been stolen from me, it's been recovered in just meth fuckfest condition. You know, mm, sure. it's like the police are like, "Well, I mean, the seats are torn out, but it still drives. Like, it's it's fine." I'm like, "Great." Do you think my PlayStation Four is involved in some sort of meth fuckfest <laughs> right now? Yeah, oh, I, I I think so. Uh, pretty pretty clearly. Yeah, um, I I have never been. I've never had my I've never had my my place robbed. It's I um I did in college. I was dating a guy I called the Dutch chess master. Um, <laughs> oh, hey, we've all dated a Dutch chess master. I mean, come on. And when my first I have time, not. Oh, I dated a Norwegian chess master for a while. Oh, yeah. You know what? Close enough. Col- Colder though. Sure. <laughs> when I the first time I went to his house, he didn't have a television set, and I was in college, so I was like, "This is hot." This is the sort of person that I need to be associating with. Right. Someone who's so busy <clears throat> being a chess master and doing the other. They don't have time for the doesn't idiot box. For, exactly. For the little hypno screen. And like we wound up, we were together for several years and we moved in together. And within the first year, he he's like, well, I'm thinking of getting another television. I'm like, what happened to your television? He's like, oh, one time I, I was just running down the street uh, to 7-Eleven to get a super big gulp of Diet Coke. And I, I left a... My door and my window open, and my television was stolen. I'm like, "Oh, you're an idiot!" <laughs> oh, that takes some of the mystique off the Dutch chess master. And I was like, "Oh, I'm already kind of living here." How about now? You, your your mommy was robbed when you were yeah. I mean, I grew one. I grew up in the inner city, in the rough, so, in the rough, the rough um, and tumble streets of. Oakland. I have probably been jumped as a kid, probably six or eight times, but not since I was like, probably not since I was maybe sixteen. Mm. By the time I was like a six foot tall person and also had the skills to b- avoid that, it was not a concern. Also, I never had anything to take. All the times that I got jumped, uh, you know, a, a gun, a couple of knives. I never like got beat up, but they just take my money. But I never had more than like $2. But my mom's house got – yeah, my mom's house w- – once my wife and I went home to San Francisco for – uh, for Thanksgiving, actually, and my mom was out of the country, and someone, when we pulled up, someone had kicked down the garage side door and gone up the back stairs and kicked down the back door uh, and stolen all my mom's jewelry, mm. which she did not have insurance for. And the like, literally, the only thing that saved my entire family from destitution was my mom has no savings. She's 70 some years, literally no savings, but she has a lot of valuable shit in her house and they only stole the jewelry. They didn't know about the fucking art or whatever. I mean, why would they? Oh, I did get mugged uh, by um, 
you know, that's in L.A. You know, like people are like, oh, you've lived in L.A. for five years. Have you been mugged yet? And I did get mugged um, down by the L.A. River in Frogtown. And um, they didn't get anything. And I didn't, you know, it's like I just, because I just, and I've taken a lot of, like, it, it, when a woman gets attacked, they're like, oh, you should do self-defense classes. You should take, you should, you know, judo and, like, that's my person. Like, you know, uh, mm-hmm. I have a ton of Martial that's arts. called, by the way, if you're doing both judo and that's my purse, that's yeah. called mixed martial arts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, for sure. I've done a ton of martial arts training. I used to compete as a boxer and train other women. And when and when push came to shove, when a man was holding a tiny knife at me and pointing at me, I just screamed repeatedly, who the fuck are you? Get the fuck away from me. Like, that's <laughs> yeah. my nature is I am a Kardashian. Like, that's my core <laughs> No fists were thrown. Like I ran away. I just screamed at him. And then I talked to the police and they said, you have no business being by the river after dark. And I said, that's true. Yeah. I mean, what were they you, scolded what, you? What were you me. doing down there by the river? <laughs> it was my sister's Looking fault. Looking for like, polywogs? Exactly. I was exercising. And it's a beautiful place to exercise. And there's skateboarders and, and moms and dads and kids and, and just all sorts of stuff right until dusk. And then whew, everybody's gone. Kaiser so like, Phew. And it just happened, and I didn't notice, and then uh, and then I had to talk to the police, but I'm fine. Um, I didn't have my Alexa on me, so it's fine. Uh, <laughs> I get to carry my Alexa around like although, a little baby. The most fun part of my conversation with the police was they said, do you know what street you live on? And I said, why, yes, I live on the street of the second Manson murder house, the Bianca house. Oh. Yeah. And everyone knows where that is. You're ready for that. <laughs> I feel like if you get anything – Pause. One time, all the times that I interacted with the police as a kid, uh, the one time a nice lady police officer gave me a ride home after I got jumped, mm. got jumped at Church and Market Street in San Francisco, right in a fucking bus stop in front of 12 people. Ugh. And uh, I was very grateful. A nice man in uh, who was working the bar in a gay bar that used to be right there called The Transfer mm. uh, called The Cops, which – you know, I know the cops were not involved in most of these situations, right. as you can imagine. And like the cops came and they're like, look, uh, it was probably some kids from the school down the down the way. Uh, get in the car. I'll give you a ride home. Tell me if you see them. And um, that was like the only time in all the times that I've interacted. With, like when when my mom's house got robbed, we were just staying there with like broken down doors and shit. And like the police came like three days later and like dusted for prints for five minutes and said, just so you know, nothing's going to happen. Bye. You know? I, okay. Did, were you able to get the print dust off? I think <laughs> I'm, I think that's just a part of my wall now. <laughs> I think it's just a design. Anyway. What have you tried? Uh, I, I had some, I, I've tried a couple of different cleaners. And it's just, cause, yeah. Cause they, yeah, they put the adhesive thingy on and then they sure. put the dust on. Cause you, here's the thing. Like, well, when you move out, they'll paint over it. I think I think that now as a 37-year-old man, I have gotten to the point in my life where nothing like this outside of that incident in my mom's house, I have not been targeted for violence or crime in 20 years now. And I think that the strength I developed from crying a lot after the other times mm-hmm. it happened uh, protected me for a time. I think there was a time between when I was 16 or so and when I was 25 or 30 where I had an air of a guy that you shouldn't mess with 
and that was part of the reason why I didn't get messed with. The other part probably is a six foot three. But, but I don't think that hurts. I think that helps. Um, but th- those two things were looking out for me. I think now I have no – I would fall apart so immediately. And like there was a time in my life when I was a teenager when I saw that as somebody being a mark, you know. But like at this point, I'm like, I'm a dad. I right. don't even what I like, I I disagree with you. I think when push came to shove, your dad nature would arise like a protective grizzly bear. Mm. I I feel like you would surprise yourself. More. Or like the powerful boners that created my children in the first place. <laughs> sure, that's a great defense. I guess if you're being Who's robbed it? and you, <laughs> you, you, have, you they like see a, you getting like, a visible <laughs> erection. <laughs> I think that's I think that's a crime fighting power. This dude's power. into it. They're like, like, give me give me your money, and nobody gets hurt. And I say, who wants to mash potato? <laughs> well, thank you, Daddy. Is that uh, a nice stick in your pants? <laughs> uh, something interesting that the insurance man asked me, mm. and I think this is just part of his spiel, was, do you have a picture of yourself with any of the things they took? Uh-huh. I think that is for people who get cars and things stolen. Right. Or paintings. Yeah, or paintings. Yeah. I think you, but yes, I mean, maybe, should I start taking a picture of myself with my video game consoles? I mean, if you've got the, the iCloud for, for photos, may as well just take take a picture of every four inches of your apartment with sure. yourself in it. Yeah. Are you prepared to have an ascetic lifestyle? I mean, is this going to change everything for you? Or are you just going to, it's just going to be you and a Game Boy and uh, four clean sets of clothes that you wash every four days. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Like I mean, a roadhouse. I, sure. Um, yeah, I'm going to go full roadhouse. I'm going to – listen, here's all I need to go full road, roadhouse. <laughs> four sets of clothes. Yep. A Game Boy with – How many Spider-Man suits? Oh, boy. Yeah, I definitely want a black one. Uh, Spider-Man 2099 and, yeah, Iron Spider, let's say. Okay, okay. But I think what I need is a Sam Elliott figure now. Yeah. Too. That's a good point. Yeah. So if any, if there's anyone out there who's grizzled, if anyone's grizzled and has a, you know. Do you want me to call Kanane? Yeah. Oh, Kanane could be my Elliott. Yeah. Oh, that would be amazing. I, would I mean, love that's, a, to... that's a same age Elliott, but that's, that's <laughs> sure, fine. Yeah. But, you know, he's, he's, got, he's got a wisdom. He's got, now, I want to emotionally prepare you guys. Have you seen Kanane lately? Uh... He has looked very fit and clean. He shaved his beard and he looks like a, he really looks like Charlie Brown. Yeah, he looks oh, really boy. sweet. Well, that will not work for my purposes. No, I mean, he still talks like this. <laughs> yeah, he still got the cockney voice. Whoa. Yeah. And I told her that's not how pistachios go. <laughs> so I'm let's, – let's take a break. Yeah. We have some <laughs> Halloween-themed phone calls coming up. Halloween-adjacent, Brian told us. Ooh, adjacent. <laughs> yeah. So a few November 1st phone right. calls. Right. <laughs> uh, but, so, but if you're out there – and you're grizzled. Yeah. Get at me on Twitter. Okay. Show me some grizzled pics. Fantastic. And uh, maybe what I kind will. Of wisdom. I will let you be share. my mentor. Gorgeous. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. In a world dominated by dude bro movie podcasts. A world where Casey Affleck has an Oscar and Angela Bassett does not. Only one podcast is brave enough to call bullshit. Who shot ya? 
with Ricky Carmona. A lot of people don't know Porgs, Puerto Rican. Alonzo Duralde. I would eat Oakjaw. <gasps> April Wolf. I want to interrupt and say yes. that the fish man was real sexy. Drea Clark. I have a real soft spot for King Kong. And women of color. I was like, damn! Right, Kugel got final cut! Kugel got final cut! I just felt like the film was so sour and so completely irrelevant to basically anything in life. Who shot ya? Listen every Friday on Maximum Fun or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you tired of trying to keep up with the news cycle? Is bad stuff happening too fast for you to process? Don't you wish there was an easy way to find out about only the most important info you need? Hi, we're Lisa and Emily. Why don't you try our podcast, Baby Geniuses? On each episode of our podcast, we discuss a weird Wikipedia page, such as flatulence humor, Clamato, Catalan witches, Slippy the Microsoft Office helper, death during consensual sex, and the talking mongoose. We ask each other stupid questions. Uh, <laughs> if you if you got a packet with like 300 seeds in it, what kind of plant would you choose the seeds to be? <laughs> 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 that felt like you were assigned to ask me a question and there were certain words you weren't allowed to use. We talk about Martha Stewart, her pony, and other celebrity horse news. Ben Chunch. Every other week on Maximum Fun. Baby Geniuses. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Thanksgiving sweetheart. Jordan Boris Morris. Virginia Jones, Swatch enthusiast. Mm. Oh, that's fun. Do you actually like you have a, a collection? I do have a collection. I, What's I was your prize walk- swatch? Um, my prize swatch is called uh, the. Uh, can, we, uh, can we guess? Oh yeah. I'm guessing 1988 Seoul Olympics. <laughs> I'm guessing Fido Dido. <laughs> <laughs> There's it's it's um it's it's got two people uh, making love on it. Ooh, so a sexy it's a swatch. Rare, it's a rare one. One of those fuck swatches. How many, <laughs> how many swatches are we looking at? You know, it's it's like eight. It's not so many, but that's more swatches than most have these days. Yeah. So. But when I was a kid, it was swatches the thing. are back though. Were, uh, did they ever go away? No, they no, they didn't. They did, not for, for Japanese people. But um, uh, I'm still trying to think of the name of my swatch. It's the name of that. Oh, it's it's called the Kamak Sutra. Um, ah yes. But yeah, I was walking down the street the other day. And 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 I had like four swatches on, and I thought, this is it. I'm self-actualized. This is all I wanted. Yeah. There's nothing else besides this. Yeah. There's only swatches. And if I got robbed, whew, those swatches. Yeah. <laughs> those are worth tens of dollars. Yeah. Um, I felt the same way. I was walking down the street <laughs> drinking a Fruitopia. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is it, man. I was yeah. like seeing. Te- I seen a teen in some checkerboard vans. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I get that. Cool. <laughs> You guys in checkerboard bands talking about Thanos? Yeah, that's what I did. <laughs> Don't get too hot outside that expo. Yeah, right? Anyway, I did overhear some teens talking about Thanos while wearing checkerboard vans. I didn't like, think hey. you were making it up. No, I, yeah. I, I knew, I'm really worried about the gays in Thanos because, like, they like him in the fanfic. Like, they think he's a thick daddy. Yeah, sure, daddy thick. And oh, homosexuals. 
Yeah. I thought you were talking about like the Thanos gaze. I thought that was a women's studies thing. <laughs> <laughs> right, but, like, sure. But Thanos is not a he's not a nice guy. He's not going to be a sensitive lover and he's going to kill you as soon as look at you. I don't I don't endorse it. I don't endorse I don't Thanos. Think, I think it's a Am fantasy. Get, don't so you don't me. have to actually Don't add how me does, with your Thanos fanfic. How does <laughs> That's a problem for me, too. God, I'm so tired of the toxic environment on Twitter. You are constantly adding each other with Thanos fans. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a, it's a, I, I understand what you see. What sure. You say, but they're like, you know, what if you ran into Thanos and you were in a bar or something? You're like, yeah, like a big gold hand, Daddy. Yeah. Can oh. I ask a question sure. about a guy from from the point of view of a guy who has not seen Avengers Thanos attacks? Yes. And who has not read. Uh, Fantastic Four comic books? Is he a bad guy from Fantastic Four? He spans the Marvel Universe, he's, but he mainly pops in for, like, crossover events. Okay. But, I've, but he'll, he'll, he'll mess with the Fantastic Four, although you may be confusing him with Galactus, who is oh, uh, uh, more right. associated with the Fantastic Four. I, uh, I don't remember him from my own comic book sure. days. He's I did immortal. not see the movie. Yeah, of course. Yes. Thank you. I saw people at the Halloween carnival at my <laughs> five-year-old school <laughs> that made me think... Maybe they were Thanos. Mm-hmm. What is well, he? were they thick daddies? What kind of- <laughs> That's here's the okay. There, you'll be uh, many people will be walking around and you'll see someone right. or something, mm-hmm. and you'll want to ask yourself: Is this is that Thanos? Thanos? Is that what Thanos looks like? First question to ask yourself: Uh huh. Is this a thick daddy? Okay. Second question. Do you do corporate training? Do they they have a gold gauntlet with a bunch of gemstones in it? That's the giveaway. Yeah. That you're Thanos. That's the second question. Yeah. Anyway, so I think if you answered yes to those two questions, there's a 90% chance you have Thanos (laughs) on your hands. Does he look like Thanos? Thank you. (laughs) What's uh, What's the guy called the MF Doom looks like? Oh, Doctor Doom. Doctor Doom. Yeah. Well, did, That's a Fantastic Four. Comic. Does he look a little bit like that? Like, does he have like a yeah. cloak and a weird metal face? He has a metal hand. I think what you're going to see is like a purple goblin face. Oh, man, that wasn't Thanos. Not Thanos. Yeah. Maybe it was just a, a, like a creepy robe robot. Could be a robe robot. Yeah. yeah. I think I saw that. I, I, I think I saw that costume. Creepy robe robot. Yeah. Yeah. They say, Ro- don't Sunday forget your wigs. Robot. It's a robot. It's just kind of a Sunday afternoon robot hanging yeah. around the house. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to put on clothes. You know, it's yeah. Sunday. I'm a casual mm, robe robot. Just gonna call. Just gonna call. Eat twenty four. Watch a little Netflix. Gato. I'm a robe robot. <laughs> right. <laughs> anyway. Uh, when something momentous happens to you. Yeah. And if you have any questions about Thanos. <laughs> there was a haunted hallway. At the children's... Oh, yeah? The school event. How I haunted went, we talking? Uh, haunted enough. I mean, it's 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 upset. The biggest, the scariest thing for me mm-hmm. was imagining how close I was to being a parent doing improv mm-hmm. in an elementary school haunted house for oh, hours you're, on You're end. worried that you will someday be asked to participate in one of these. and Or that I would volunteer. Okay. I'm more worried that I'm not that far. Like, if, I, if my podcast empire crumbled, mm-hmm. I would need attention somehow. Sure. I, mean, I couldn't what, start a new career in performing. What better to, way to get it? Get, I could, couldn't get an agent. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I couldn't. There's no, I would have no venues. Okay. So I'd be left. Asking about. I'd be left playing a character in an elementary school haunted house for hours. Mm-hmm. They were in there for hours, Jordan. Well, I mean, if you're concerned about 
performing, just get yourself some nice bush shots. Right. Step one. I don't have the right size doctor's robe. Uh, well. <laughs> I do have a tiny hose. So your bush could be a firefighter? Is that what you yeah. Okay, when something anyway. momentous happens to you, give us a call, 206-984-4FUN, or just hit us up with a voice memo at jjgo at maximumfun.org. If you've got a phone in your pocket, it's probably got a voice memo. thing is you want to talk past the microphone. Mm. You don't mm. want to talk into the microphone. Sure. You want to talk past the microphone. Technical. Yeah. And just giving people some advice. It's a fun hint. So they don't get too many plosives. So they don't get too many plosives. Sounds rich. Yes. 206-9844-FUN or JJGO at MaximumFun.org. Here's our first Halloween-adjacent telephone call. Hello, this is Tyler uh, calling with a, a momentous occasion of sorts. Uh, I recently moved, and in my mail, I received a uh, shipping catalog for so you can organize and, and ship out things from your home business. Uh, the home business that was formerly in my house was Dracula Records, which I can only assume is a reggae record label for Draculas. Uh, so, yeah. And as Jordan will probably guess, I live in Portland. All right. Have a great day. Uh, Virginia, as a as a as one of Portland's finest, does this track to you? Yeah, no, that sounds that sounds pretty legit. Yeah, Virginia and I. For the home listener and possibly for you, Jordan, I don't know how much attention you were paying. Virginia recently met Count Von Count. Mm, sure. Mm-hmm. From the television program Sesame Street. I don't mean to show off, but yeah, that did happen. It's genuinely impressive. Right. It's one of the best characters on Sesame Street. Sesame Street's one of the best shows. Mm-hmm. Fucking great show. What did, how did you find? How did you find the Count? I was on a, a puppet-based comedy show called When Puppets Are Your Only Friends. And uh, the Count was on the show. And I... I I, just did a drop in. I dropped my I dropped my cool. Like I don't usually like to mess with celebrities. You know, I just leave them alone. But I said, man, I got to get a selfie. Yeah, got to. Yeah, that's that's a no brainer. If you meet Count von Count, if you meet Hoots the Owl, <laughs> if you meet Prairie that sh- Dawn, that shrimp. Yeah, that shrimp. What's that shrimp the Muppets tonight? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he's he's not the, the performer is not the original Count because that guy is extremely dead. But he's a uh, is a very funny very funny uh, gentleman. Uh, Un- who appears underneath the count, sort of, you know, underneath and to the side. Um, listeners may be interested to know that when a count is on a, 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 a an adult-themed, I mean, it's not dirty, but it's for grown-ups, show, he does way less counting and way more talking about the people whose uh, blood he's going to drink. Oh, because yeah. so he's, he's a just real a regular, Dracula. He's just a regular Dracula. But what I thought, maybe, I... I I overestimated my ability to impress a semi-professional goth. Mm-hmm. But not that long ago, I didn't know this, I learned that the reason Count Von Count is a vampire is because vampires are compulsive counters in vampire lore. Right. I, I spit this at Virginia. She's, oh, she's way over. She's, uh, she, knew, she's, she learned that when she was seven years old. She's so far. She's so fucking galaxy minded me with her Dracula knowledge. Yeah, they have weird compulsions, man. They like to count all the little boards and count all the little nails, and they like to know what's going on, and they have a weird thing with crosses nobody understands. They have to count. If you, like, give them – if you, like, hand them something. Yeah, that's a thing. That's a way to foil them. That's a way to foil them is you you count – you have to carry around a handful of rice, 
if you throw it at them, they have to count every grain before they can attack you. Oh. So, like, keep that on your list. you got to invite them into your home, carry a handful of rice, say, no thanks, vampire, don't come into my home. That's why uh, they don't throw rice at weddings anymore. That's right. This right. It confuses all the vampire guests. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, well, I don't even know where the, the bride and groom went. I had one, two, three. <laughs> but yeah. No, Dad, t- you're ruining my special day. <laughs> Tyler, welcome to your new home and know that it's already been blessed by Dracula's. Yeah. Way to go, Tyler. Man. I probably shouldn't have brought up Dracula. It just makes me really upset. Well, how come? What's up, buddy? I just when I th- when I think about what a beautiful world we live in. Mm-hmm. When I think about stuff like the Grand Canyon, the Monster Mash, <laughs> flowers, flowers, the, sure, Grand Canyon. Mm-hmm. When a cloud looks like something beautiful, like a butter, like if a cloud looked like a butterfly, sure. Mm-hmm. When I think about like the sea, the seashore in summer, right? The sounds of the seashore and. You find you find a shell in the sand and you wash it out in the water. When Beck makes one of those acoustic albums, <laughs> I think about all this. Also very beautiful. I just I think about all this beautiful stuff that we that surrounds us every day. You know right. the the joyful laughter of a child, that kind of shit. Yeah. And then I think about a fucking Dracula. Yeah. Yeah. Ruining it. Ruining every single. Every single place you go, Jordan, and I'm not talking about like I'm not talking about cemeteries, right? You know your business. You need to stay out of a cemetery. I'm not talking about Transylvania, mm-hmm. right? Obvious Dracula places. I'm talking about Seven Elevens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they'd be contemporary full. art museums, mm-hmm. train towns. Those little trains that you sit on top of, right? Mm-hmm. You know Waffle what I'm talking House. about? Ruined the, by Dracula's. The Waffle House. Mm-hmm. You could be at a Waffle House right now. Right fucking now. There might be a Dracula in there. And when he, I think here's the solution. I'm trying to eat waffles, Jordan. I think. I'm trying to buy old timey signs. And I know we don't like to get political on this show. But. It's time. There's an you got to draw the line somewhere. There's an Jordan. election coming up. <laughs> you and have I just to want. Vote. For a creature from the Black Lagoon. You feel like that's what's going to counteract yes, the Dracula's? Yes, the Dracula's natural enemy. Wow. A creature look, from the Black Lagoon. This is the honest truth, Virginia. And look at me in the eyes when I tell you this, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. I'm ready to take it on. An election is not about picking an ideal candidate. An election is about picking the best candidate available to you. It's your job mm-hmm. to get out there and vote. And if you're not voting for the creature from the Black Lagoon, you might as well be voting Voting for for a Dracula. Dracula. Yeah. It's time for a wave. A red wave because all the water has blood in it. Yeah. Because the the creature. Right. Yes. Anyway. Or possibly it's an algae algae bloom. Oh, yeah. That's nice, too. Yeah. I was once at a party and I had just heard a mathematic Dracula fact. Which is the reason that vampires are impossible is that even if each vampire, say you made a... Hold on one second. Trigger warning for Dracula's. Oh. Go ahead. Trigger warning Dracula's. Even if a vampire only made another vampire like once a month, that uh, there would be, there would become like, you know, it's a pyramid scheme. It's a Dracula pyramid scheme. And then like the, you know, like within a year, 
every other person would be a Dracula. And that means the next day, every person, like, you know, in the last eight weeks, you can't leave your house because it's fucking Dracula's. And um, I thought it was a funny thing to tell this other girl at a party. And she got real mad at me because she believed in Dracula's. Mm. And you, you were dropping some. I was having fun. Setting statistics. Some, it was right when Twilight books were coming out, yeah. and she was super into. Yeah, team this Edward. is fucking serious. Yeah, I guess that's what I had to learn. Mm. Mm. I could have. Should I go? I just tap think your off, your attitude is bullshit. Tap off, tap <laughs> off. Let's take one more call. I gotta, I gotta stop talking about Drax because I'm getting really bad. Getting really shit. worked up. It's a year-round issue, by the way. Yeah, it's not just for Halloween. Talk about it because it has a news hook, but. Jordan, Jesse, and guest. Um, I'm Paul, or sending a voice memo from Zurich, Switzerland, where I've just discovered that the cemetery behind my house now has a mourning um, automat, like a vending machine. It has, you can have a, you can buy a, um, a sympathy card, a rosary, a. Uh, a weird little black ribbon, tissues, um, blowing bubbles, like soap bubbles to, to blow, uh, two tea bags. <laughs> I don't know why. Um, a paper ship already folded in blue, um, some sidewalk chalk, um, an empty note card with pen, a grave candle, which is standard here. Um, forget me not seeds, um, markers and paper and a little music box without the box, just like the little insides mm-hmm. that plays, you are my sunshine. Um, this is a very strange thing. Um, the things are all about four to five francs per item. And um, yeah, for all your morning needs right behind my house. Um, it's pretty momentous. Wish you well. You know who gets paid off all that? <laughs> Big morning. <laughs> No, fucking Dracula. Fucking Draculas. Oh, it's Draculas coming in in the right. night and restocking the forget-me-nots yeah, and the, the folded paper boats. Uh, you know, she thinks it's weird. Like, when it's 3 o'clock in the morning, she says to herself, I need a grave candle. She knows she's where to be, go. She knows where to go. She's going to be thankful for that vending machine. I think we've all had the experience of it's 3 o'clock in the morning, you're visiting your dead grandfather in the cemetery, <laughs> and all you want to do is here the plink plonk of You Are My Sunshine. Played on little metal sticks. Yeah, the default (laughs) default song when something has to make a weird little song. And you just need something to commemorate his his amazing career Mm -hmm. as a boat captain. (laughs) Uh, I noticed no condoms in that vending machine. (laughs) That's an oversight. Yeah, come on. Goths are going to need the condom. Goths and Dracula. Right. Ah. I don't mean to be personal, Virginia, but you have you ever had goth sex at a funeral? <laughs> I mean, at a cemetery? Uh, I definitely had goth makeout because when you when you're a teenager, a cemetery is just another place where your parents aren't. Right, mm. yeah. where your parents aren't, and clove cigarettes are. And clove cigarettes, one hundred percent are. I, I don't think I ever did the gothic all the way because I don't like uh, being outdoors, but. Um, mm. Yeah, for sure. Some the heavy... classic goths. <laughs> Listen, if only there was an indoor graveyard somewhere, <laughs> then it would be on. 
One time <laughs> I pipe in a little Bauhaus, set the, set the mood. The goth's dilemma, by the way, is the literally the first thing you learn in a college game theory class. Sure. <laughs> I used to live in Portland behind the Pioneer Cemetery, which is, you know, 200-year-old graves. And, uh, you know, I'd, I would hang out there. Um, one time there was a quarter on a grave, and I, I picked it up, and I'm like, that's weird. And uh, I totaled my new car the next week, and I told my friend, the mortician's son, and he said, you got to put that fucking quarter back, bro. Oh. I was like, that's not your fucking quarter. It was a dead man's quarter. Dead man's quarter. But 100%. you had already bought now and laters. Yeah. <laughs> that's your sporky Halloween story, kids. Yeah. Was the mortician's son a goth? Oddly, no. Yeah, that would be too on the nose. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't peg him for a jock, but... <laughs> yeah. No, no, 100% not a jock, but um, lived in... Hated vampires because of Salem's Lot, in which the mortician is preparing a vampire who comes back to life and kills him. And so as a kid, he was – I don't know why he was watching Salem's Lot as a kid. But as a kid, he was very scared of a vampire uh, killing his dad. By the way. It's a concern. My daughter watched Return to Oz and was unbothered by it. Oh, wow. She got it as a reward. She's been so obsessed with it. She watched that shit unbothered. And I'm not going to lie. I resent her for it. Sure. I resent her for it, it because is, it, it's just it is weird what scares you as a kid. Yeah. It is and what does not, you know. It's like I just had child neighbors who just watched Freddy movies. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, but I also guess to me the scariest thing in the world was when Christopher Lloyd's voice gets high in Roger Rabbit. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, that, that is creepy. pretty scary. That is pretty scary. Yeah, I mean I was basically just scared of large marge. No, sure. Yeah. No, I think that I think that spans That's generations. Oh, sorry. Large Marge uh getting bombed mm-hmm. by airplanes. If I heard an airplane, I was right. worried it carried bombs. And then I re- later realized like, oh yeah, well maybe my dad's post traumatic stress disorder stories about uh working on an aircraft carrier had something to do mm-hmm. with that. Mm-hmm. And then uh, somebody breaking into our house. Which but, was legitimate. Yeah, well, somebody broke into our house one time and uh, chased my mom around with a knife until she chased him out of the house. Um, but, uh, yeah, but but especially Large Marge. Yeah. Large Marge is scary. That... I think number one, Large sure. Marge. Number two, somebody breaking into the house. Mm-hmm. Number three, the bomb. Probably number four, mummies. I was pretty scared of mummies. Yeah, mummies are scary. Because they could hide in a closet, you know? That's like yeah, they, natural, like, they like it. That's, that's like their like natural it. Because they're made of fabric, you feel like it's like a camouflage, like a tiger. Oh, sure. They could just, right, is exactly. That, they look like a pile of towels. You could say, <laughs> exactly. You could say they could hide in a hospital, make just as much sense. I saw somebody yeah. wearing that kind of, I saw a kid at the Halloween fair wearing that kind of camouflage that looks like a mossy hill. You know what oh, I'm talking right, about? the ghillie suit. A ghillie suit. That shit's fucking great. Yeah. That shit is... I, I think every man has it in him to want a ghillie suit. I would love a ghillie suit. Mm-hmm. I well, what I'm gonna. I want ghillie shoes first. Okay, build I, up. Yeah, I'll go from there. You know, maybe get Highland dress first, then get the ghillie suit. But like, yeah, fucking. You know what I'm talking about? I I'm not I, like Moss you'll Man. See him, you'll yeah, see him in a, you'll see you... him in an Army Navy store. Sure. And it's it's like a it's, it's like, like a long green string for swamp, mm-hmm. and it comes off of a suit. It's for like the Scottish. It's for like a mossy. So you can just lay down. Yeah, and you look like a you basically look like a boulder covered in moss mm-hmm. and brush. But then you have a gun. 
Sure. Pa-pow! <laughs> yeah. Take that, you fucking mummy. Take that, Highlanders. You know, you know memory... <laughs> there could be only one. It's me. <laughs> memory Lane, you guys. So, you know, last year, yeah. three of us were in this room. Yeah. A night Ooh. just like this a year ago. And you discussed... And we were all doing Irish we're accents. All yes. We are all doing spooky Irish accents. <laughs> oh, it's me, Spooky Patty McGillicuddy. <laughs> <laughs> well, 19th telling... century New York police officer. <laughs> and you were discussing the Halloween fair and how you thought it was weird when parents dressed up mm-hmm. and a little bit self-indulgent. And a week later, I had a conversation with a lady who was telling me about her Halloween fair. And how she thought it was weird when parents didn't dress up. Oh, yeah. Mm. I didn't mean to get political. No, I bet there's – I mean, these are two camps, and mm-hmm. I think they have a hard time seeing the other one's point of view. I felt a lot of pressure when yeah. I was at this one. You're going to get yourself a ghillie suit next this year. This school is much more suburban than any past school any of my children have attended. Mm. It's in Pasadena, so it's like just a – it's just significantly more accountants' children there. Right. And just a lot of – Earnest, but not distinctive costume wearing that made me feel a lot of pressure like I should be wearing like a Dodgers jersey and a Dodgers hat or something. Or just like cowboy. Yeah. Those classic Halloween costumes. Spaceman. Yeah. Anyway. I would have loved to have seen a a, nice spaceman. Not trying to do a pun or a meme or anything. No. Maybe next year. Maybe next year. We'll see. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. Probably not next year. Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Thanksgiving sweetheart. Jordan Boris Morris. And I'm Virginia Jones, aphorism generator. Yeah. Virginia's ready. With multiple nicknames. Virginia knows what her job is. Yes. Her job is to come here... Give us an opportunity to say the phrase clove cigarettes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I asked, I had a guy in the car and I said, where are you you finding clove cigarettes, brother? And he said, oh, I, because they were considered a flavored cigarette and they're off the market. You can get little gross cigarillos, but goths are not smoking cloves the way they used to. And he goes, I wasn't smoking cloves. I had a regular cigarette and I had cinnamon gum. I'm like, ah, there you go. (laughs) That's it. He jerry-rigged. He MacGyvered a clove. <laughs> I just immediately assumed there was a goth mail-order catalog. Oh, sure. Right. That, that just sends you. So, but it's like the Uline catalog in my mind. Do either of you get the Uline catalog? No. It's like cardboard boxes. Oh, right, right. Industrial shelving, Ziploc bags. Yeah, you can get – in the goth catalog, you can get – in in Europe, they're called Kletek cigaretten. You can get Kletek cigaretten, um, and you can get you can still get those pointy uh, winkle picker shoes. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. totally. Pow! Boom! Well, it's been a lot of fun. It has very seasonal. Mm-hmm. We covered some heavy topics. Yes. Um, but we did so lightly. Mm-hmm. With a feather touch. And we spoke up on behalf of all of the people who are threatened across this country by fucking Drax. Yeah, and we let everybody know to get out there and cast your vote for a creature from the Black Lagoon. Yeah. Vote. D- Black Lagoon. Don't do one of the other lagoons. Right. Those are bad creatures. Yeah. Not, yeah. You're going to end it's up a, just voting unclear. for a red-eared slider. Yeah. <laughs> Don't do that. It's a creature from a standard lagoon. Yeah. Black or nothing. Yeah. 
when it comes to lagoons. Yeah. Anyway. You don't want to just vote for a flounder. Sorry, I'll get off my high horse, my high fish man. <laughs> Stay up there, buddy. Okay. You look great. Hey, Let's thanks. You look good up there, buddy. Do you feel powerful? I do. <laughs> yeah, so. And as go the with shape it. of water taught us, sensual. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to fuck this fish man. <laughs> oh, man. Remember, I'm already up here, right? Remember when they made a special sign language for Did You Fuck the Fish Man? Yeah. She <laughs> was like, Yep, here's the sign for I did. What a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> that movie's fucking great. I love yeah. that movie. I'm friends with Doug Jones's kid. <laughs> Cool. And, Pretty uh, braggy. Yeah. That know. Doug Jones is a sweet peach. I had him on my show one time. What I a lovely man. That, I heard that show and it was oh, incredible. Yeah, what a lovely guy. I, I heart him, but yeah, I did run into her right before like right after Shape of Water, and I'm a Guillermo del Toro person anyway, and I said, Hey man, I liked your dad in that sexy fish movie. And that's a fun thing to say. Yeah. Oh, God, I wish I could say <laughs> that dad, just once. Your dad was a real fuckable fish man. One time. Guys, oh, watch a move. Thanks so much for having me. I had yeah. so much fun on being part of your Halloween Sportacular. Virginia, where can people find you on the internet? You know, I, I got a website. It's Virginia.com. Uh, you can Google Virginia Jones, and, and I'm the one that's a comedian who's sometimes a goth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You can find, you can, I'm findable. I got a record out. It's called Gothic American. God, I'd love it if you listen to it. You don't even have to buy it. Just on Spotify. I get like, last year I bought a whole burrito with my Spotify money, you guys. That's what we're Ooh. talking about. Okay, yeah. guys. Let's get Virginia another burrito. <laughs> let's get her another burrito. Tap off. Tap off. Tap off. Tap off. Daniel Baruela is on the boards this week, filling in for Brian Sunny D. Fernandez, who is our producer. You can find us on Reddit at MaximumFun.Reddit.com. There's always some fun chat. There's oh, going to yeah. be some fun. There's going to be oh, some yeah. fun chat there. Oh yeah, you know there is. I just don't talk about what the most uh, scariest thing that happened to you as a child was. <laughs> yeah, please. Or don't. wanting to fuck Thanos. Yeah. We all no, know. Talk, you can talk about fucking Thanos. <laughs> yeah, we all know Daddy Thick. Yeah, Daddy Thick. So I want to look. I want to fuck <laughs> Carnage. Sure. Okay. Sure. All right. It's not Venom. In a ghillie suit. Not all right. Venom. Head over to Reddit. What's the most fuckable Marvel villain? <laughs> <laughs> We'd like to hear from you. Is it b- uh, Bullseye? By the way. Jordan, the reason we're asking what's the most fuckable Marvel villain, a lot of people will think that the reason we're asking that is because we started with Thanos, who's from the Marvel Universe. The reason is not that. The real reason is that we already settled DC. It's obviously Mr. Mitso Pitalik. Sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We all want to get in that little pixie's top hat. He's the only one who... He's a sharp-dressed man. <laughs> yeah. You can kill Superman with magic. Everybody's crazy about a sharp-dressed man. Sure. <laughs> Our apologies to Weather Wizard. <laughs> Our apologies to Bizarro Superman. Yes. And, yes, and Bizarro. And Captain Cold. <laughs> you can join us on uh, Facebook by liking Jordan Jesse Go or in the Maximum Fun Facebook group. If you've got opinions or corrections, negative opinions or corrections about this week's program, please do tweet them. Uh, tweet them at JD Power. At J.D. Power is the address for your corrections uh, on this week's program. You can always email us at jjgo at org or give us a call at 206-984-4-F-U-N. We will talk to you next time on Jordan Jesse Go. org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.